Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Arthur Rowling. Thank you all for tuning in and joining me on this episode of Same Cast, Different Day Podcast. Now, before I get into tonight's topics, I want to play a video for you because what I'm going to talk about tonight is so important as into why uh, this conversation needs to be had, why it needs to be talked about, why it needs to be said. So I'm going to play this video for y'all, and we'll be right back after that. LBT community gets a right. They're not taking a right from you. They're saying we just want some of the rights that you have. Blacks saying we want some of the rights you have. Women says we want some of the rights you have. We're not taking any of the, your rights away. We just want some of those rights that you've been given because you've been a white male. The one man that's never really had to fight for anything. A white man in America has never had an amendment that says, you can't go here or you can't do that. So we got to pass this legislation so you can. Every other minority has had to have amendments and legislation in place so they could get certain things that the white man has been afforded for 400 years. That is so hopefully that hit close to home. That's bringing me to one of the things that I want to talk about here tonight is we got to do something, like I said, said for a long time of stress, and we need to start going out and voting. And this is why voting is so important, because like he said, it's not just a, a LGBT thing. It's not just a, you know, a black thing. It's not just a Mexican thing or a Latino Asian. Minorities, like he said, minorities has had to have amendments put into place for them to go places and walk places and to do things. And. This is why I stress that voting is so important because a lot of these people who are in office now are people who were, when they were young, and in their time period, you know, Blacks still had to go through the back door. Blacks had to use separate water fountains. Blacks had to use separate bathrooms. You know, um, women didn't have rights to vote. Blacks didn't have access to proper health care either. I mean, to this day, we still kind of fighting for uh, proper health care it's crazy but anyway this is why voting is so important and if there is a younger person that's in office right now who still feels the same way uh as you know the people who are like 60 70 80 um that's sitting in office right now have these thoughts about my about minorities and how they feel about minorities you know it's only because they were raised by someone who Basically, you can't put their views on that person. They're not able to break that cycle or that person hasn't broken that cycle to go figure on their own. Like, hey, maybe what I taught, I was taught was wrong. And this is why we have to make sure that we vote. Voting is so important. We need to get people in office who actually cares about making a change, people who wants to make a change, people who um, want equal rights for Everybody, and it's crazy because, like he said in the video, we're not trying to take away rights from the white man. We just want some of the rights. We want the same rights as the white man has. And we're still fighting for those rights to to this day. Um, so I understand that there are some people within, you know, the minority community who, uh, who they only vote for president. And to me, the president really doesn't matter. There's just a spokesperson for the country. We don't want the country to look like a complete fool. We nominate a person that's not, that we uh, you know, elect a president who's not going to make us look like a fool, basically. So, and that's my personal opinion. And um, the people we really need to be watching out for and the people we need to be voting for are our local people like our aldermen. 
somebody came by today. They was trying to make sure people were going around voting stuff, asking them what some area things are going on in the community. And I talked about the whole how I think it's fair that the middle class people have to pick up all the slack for both the, you know, people are considered high class and low class. And I said, I also don't like the fact that, you know, the people who want our votes only come around or coming in a community when it's time to get our votes. And that has to change. That shows us that you you don't really care. I mean, the only thing you really care about is keeping your job and winning every election or whatever, how that goes. And not doing the work in the community. We don't see you and we don't see them in the community. And we need to stop electing people who are saying it for our community, but we don't see them out in our community doing anything. So, like, it starts with your alderman. You know, if you have issues or whatever, uh, it starts with your alderman. As far as your community-wise, your alderman is the main person you should be contacting to if you have issues with your community. Mm-hmm. Then you got your congressman or woman, and it's and so on and so forth. It's so many different levels of government. I feel like everybody under the president has a more of a bigger role in what goes on in our world today than anything else. Um, like I said, a lot, a lot of our laws have to get passed through the House and all this other kind of stuff. And the record said the president has some power, but not a lot of power. A lot of that power comes from like that Supreme Court and that house that passes rules and stuff like that, laws and stuff like that, I should say. So like I said, you need to vote for like your alderman, your mayor, your your congressman, your congress or congresswoman, uh, your senators, uh, your legislators. You, all those people are so important. So like here at the local election, they're um I've expressed my thoughts numerous times on uh, Ron Johnson, and I feel like he's one of those people who just should not be in office no more. He doesn't have a care in the world for, you know, people, high society people who's can who's going to make him richer. And we don't need people like that in the office. We need people who are who see equal value in every single last person. Somebody who sees equal value in, and no matter what it is, no matter what your background is, sexuality, nationality, whatever it is, we need somebody who is going to be down the middle. And, and and I feel like until we get that in our government, where minorities are forever going to be held down, minorities are forever going to not, going to not be given a lot of opportunities. Minorities are going to continue to suffer in this country. And it's crazy because like people who uh, come from other countries and they see you know the minorities here, especially the African-American community, they look at us like we are um, we don't take advantage of opportunities or or um, uh, what else is that they look at us like we're lazy and all these other kind of things like it's true some of us are lazy um, I, but I, I, get a, I got a job and I go to work every day but the main thing is we don't although we live in this country like the same opportunities are given to people who come from overseas or so I'm a study abroad or whatever the issue may be we are not given those same opportunities we have to fight we have to we have to literally scrap like dogs to get those opportunities that some of these people who come from overseas to get you know we don't get free education just for being african-americans we don't get anything only thing they even make it hard for the ones who depend on welfare to get welfare so and we we don't is we don't get anything free unless you know we are just homeless or can't afford to really live or to make a living. Those are about the only people who actually get anything. And in order to get those things, you have to be dirt poor, basically. 
And if you're just a minimum wage person or somewhere over a little bit over minimum wage or just somewhere stuck between minimum wage and whatever, you're there's <laughs> you have to work hard for it to get what you want, or it's not given to you. There's no opportunities given to minority people within the United States. For those of you who don't know. But I'm going to take a break right quick and I'm going to play this little 30 second ad for y'all. Hello, and thank you for choosing to watch or stream this podcast. That means a lot to us. Uh, before we get things started, can you make sure, just make sure that you hit that subscribe and follow button because it helps out this podcast a lot and it helps this podcast grow along with sharing this podcast. Tell your friends because that means a lot. Leave those reviews for us. Let us know how good we're doing or how bad we're doing. We like all feedback. It doesn't matter. So thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Same Cast Different Day Podcast. And we hope you enjoy this episode. I really do hope that you are enjoying this episode. It's going to quick be a quick, short episode. Um, younger people, stop saying that your vote doesn't matter. Your vote doesn't count. Your vote does matter. Your vote does count. And if you want a better future for your kids, teach them how to vote. You need to go vote. It's very important for everybody to go vote. Because we can't, can't expect change without doing the work. We have to do the work in order for change to happen. And I know it's crazy to say, but it's it's true. We got to do the work for change to happen. Now, I don't know how racism is in like other parts of the world for African-Americans, minorities or whatever, Mexicans. I, don't, I really don't know. I would really love to have someone on this podcast from, you know, who lives in England or Ireland or wherever, who is a person of minority and let us know how life is over there for them is uh something that I would really love to have on this podcast. So that being said, I'm going to head into um, final thoughts. I know it's a short episode, but you know, shit happens. So uh, for final thoughts, I'm always trying to leave y'all with like a little um, something about the United States or just the history in general. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, there's Boatyard that's in um, Staten Island. And in this Bohar yard has some historical ships. So if you don't know, there's this um, like warship there from, I believe, World War II. And it's the first warship. This warship was commissioned. And when this warship commissioned, it had the first African-American, you know, uh, Navy men aboard this ship. And and it's now sitting in that scrapyard. So the day of decommissioned, I believe, in the 50s or the 60s, right after sometime after World War II ended. But these ships, two, it was actually two ships that was commissioned during World War II where they were majority ran or, you know, by a Navy man. And at that point, uh, because they seen how, you know, how efficient and intelligent and how good African-American men were at their job, that started, you know, having to turn the head. It started a whole thing where now, you know, African-American men were allowed to the Navy. So even back then, it took to the 40s for African-American men to be allowed into uh, the Navy. But yet these men were allowed to go and fight for their countries and they come back home and their kids can't go to school with white kids or, you know, they can't go. They got to go in through the back door of their job or they can't use the same bathroom as whites. They couldn't. So there's like they went and fought for their country. Got nothing out of it. It took nearly 30 years, 20 to 30 years before they actually got them rights. So with that being said, I really hope this is a short episode. 
I really hope that you all enjoyed this episode of Same Cast, Different Day podcast. We will be back on Tuesday with more content. Try to have some more history lessons for y'all. And we will see you all, well, well probably just me, I don't know yet, uh, Tuesday. Have a good one, everybody. Mm-hmm.